Guys, you've got to check today's podcast out. It is myself and Julian Dean, who is a podcaster himself, a much bigger podcaster than me, with my little uh, Coffee with Coaches podcast, but he is um, a comedian in the UK, a co-host or one half of the Two Vegan Idiots podcast, which is a brilliant listen, one of the best pod- uh, comedy podcasts in the UK. Definitely go and check it out. Um, to be honest, veganism is one of the things they talk about the least. They get into uh, all sorts of subjects um, regarding uh, life in general, I think. It, you'll find it very funny. Um, go and check it out. Anyway, we get into, in today's podcast, everything about Julian becoming vegan. Becoming a vegan, was it easy back then? Did he have any slip-ups, which he did? He mentioned in the first few minutes, which is quite funny. Um does he find it easier now than then? How is his training along with uh, becoming a vegan? And does he find it difficult being on the road as a vegan? Um, and uh, all things to do with being vegan in London in 2020 and during lockdown, which is interesting. Yes, this is still during lockdown. If you're listening in the future, hopefully we're not in lockdown in the future. Hopefully not. Anyway, here's today's episode with myself and Julian Dean. Enjoy. You've been a vegan how long? Um, about four and a half years. Five years actually coming up. And I've slipped a couple of times, but that's when I started, made a decision to be vegan. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, unless I start it from my relapse, but I mean, I started from no, where no. I decided yeah, to be a vegan. Decision, yeah. It blended in a bit, yeah. And was the slip like you, you know, you don't drink the, I was going to say pissed and uh, pissed and making a mistake at KFC, or, or was it just like, oh, I've yeah, had enough I, of this, I, I, I need some tea? Yeah, it wasn't even, it was, it was more the first time, because it was happened a couple of times, like the first time I ordered a pizza and... <laughs> just vegetables and stuff i said can i just have vegetables and stuff on it got it home ate, ate like half of it then realized it had cheese on it like <laughs> that just comes with a pizza standard yeah 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 and but um, even it, but is what about the dough dough and, and stuff in bread is that is that yeah is that i didn't made really milk think, i didn't really think of that that's probably got like milk in or something isn't it i reckon yeah 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 well um, well we're recording now so i will say now we're on uh online coffee uh, coffee with coaches uh, having a chat with julian dean i've got a coffee he hasn't and um i have yeah oh you have mate yeah good stuff never without mate and, and a vape on the go as well is that yeah love it. <laughs> never without I mean, that the va- either the vape's definitely messing my lungs up man but i just can't <laughs> i'm not ready to quit you've got no vices other than that though you don't drink vegan that's it yeah i do have asthma I mean, though not that asthma's a vice <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but, I'm, um, I'm on the old ventilin. I've got to quit that. But yeah, it's not good for you, is it? But, no, but that's pretty clean living. If you're relatively, not, yeah, yeah, that's pretty clean living. No wonder you're a, no wonder you're lean and uh, banging the pull ups R- out by the rip like a way. god. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, because um, that's most. <laughs> you know, people. I mean, we just touched on there. You being vegan and um having been for four and a half years or so with a slip or two, was it a decision made for health or for ethical reasons or was at, you getting on first, the hipster actually, wagon? 
Um, I mean, the ethical reasons are always there looming over your head, aren't they, when you're tucking into like a chicken sandwich or... 100%. They're always there. And, um, but I, the more I looked in, I was looking into the perfect diet and stuff. And the more I looked into it, it just, it just ends up at vegan every time. Yeah. Right. Dr. Grieger, I was following a lot. He right. does like, okay. he wrote I'm not, that not familiar with him, but I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was health, I guess as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause you I mean you say they're the perfect diet now? Uh, oh, not. there you are. My page was in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you because Google's in the way. <laughs> um, yeah, you I was just, just I was. Just did you could, did you hear my bit of an explanation there about Rogan's sort it of? It uh, froze. It froze very quickly after you sang Rogan. Yeah, I um, so you remember his debate back and forth of the two vegan versus. It was when the documentary came out, right? Yeah. I was studying at the time and doing a diploma in nutrition and largely the, and the, 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 the course I was doing makes a very big point of being science backed. And, um, it's, you know, the latest information we have, the data says this. And one thing they kept coming back around to, and it, and it almost put me off the study of nutrition a little bit is because it comes back around to the fact that there isn't a perfect diet as such. Um, and one of the, I mean, I'll, I'll explain this now, but there's the, have you heard of the blue zones, the five blue zones in the world where that basically the, the places on the planet that have the most centennials people live into a hundred. No, I haven't heard of that term. No. Yeah. It's worth checking out the blue zones. I've not got them in front of me, but they, they range from, um, Japan, um, the, a tribe in a tribe in Africa, the Mediterranean, uh, Mediterranean area has a lot of uh, centennials and also uh, uh, California. And there's one more, I can't think of it offhand. It might be, might be China, maybe not at the moment with the Corona and what have you, but uh, the, um, uh, yeah. So, and, and they looked at those five diets and obviously that's something we aspire to, right? Living to hundred would be good going. They looked at those five diets and how different they were. Not one of those diets. They didn't have anything in common as such, these five diets fascinating isn't it yeah and what they i mean what they came to from a dietary point of view they came to the conclusion look there's a lot of veg in in their diets in all these five diets um and probably i'd imagine because these are tend to be older you know places with people living till older age and it, it you know it hasn't been studied and veganism hasn't been that big until more recently i know it's been around forever but um, it's getting bigger as we speak and we might learn more, I'd imagine. But um, they actually pointed out that the five blue zones, what they do have in common is religion, um, a tight family unit. Um, all these people had jobs, careers that they, that they had, you know, until their 60s and 70s, basically a purpose. And it pointed out that if longevity is what you're after from a diet, is diet's the wrong tree to be barking up. You should be looking at more of a uh, spiritual pursuit and building strong family connections and that kind of thing, which is, it, again, it was quite an interesting point, but it's not nutrition. It's not why we're here, really. Yeah, that's interesting, though. I suppose diet is a, is a factor, maybe, but there's bigger factors like happiness. Exactly. Because all of that is happiness, isn't it? I guess purpose. Yeah, happy, purpose and secure, having something to be here family for. family, environment. Yeah. You mentioned, I mean, veganism, veganism can have a spiritual element to it if you're doing it for that reason. Yeah. 
right? But you said you went into it more from a health from a health point of view. I did, yeah. But at, that, my, at the time, though, the health it was all part of a kind of journey, though, a kind of uh, yeah. spiritual, if you like. <laughs> um, See, and 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 did you? You've been. I'd imagine you'd been teetotal at least for that amount of time, if not longer. Yeah, I have. Yeah, about five years as well for the uh, drink. And I only drank for okay. two years then. So before that, it was like eight uh-huh. years without it. All oh, right. So you just dipped into dipped into a bit of alcohol to go dipped alongside. Dipped into it, and I, I did a few sort of psychedelic experiments and stuff. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, Interesting stuff. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So I mean, I've got here literally. I was starting to make some notes about what I was going to talk about, and I went down the when, why, and what made you go vegan. And um, so I mean, we've pretty much summed those up in in the first five minutes so it was four four or five years ago it was for health reasons you know well i but, guess not not just physical health but just like yeah I don't, without trying i'm trying not to sound wanky <laughs> it was just like i guess spiritual health as well yeah you know would what you, i mean so Everything. do you do you go do you would you, i'm assuming a, a, how far do you take it do you I'm assuming you wouldn't buy a leather jacket no, I, I still no. have leather belts. Yeah, um, you I still have well, a leather a... belt rather um, from before, yeah. and and some shoes. And I've just haven't thrown them out. I've just kept them. I mean, well, throwing them out counteract counter. It's like that's counterproductive to being vegan, surely, isn't it? Like if you yeah. love animals, don't throw the things that they've given us out and what have you. Yeah, exactly. I reckon um, anyway, and um, and and obviously you've had a slip that there you mentioned was a pizza. Was it easy other than make, once you'd got those things into your head, once you'd realized, you know, um, a pizza has dough in it, that's probably got milk and stuff in it and cheese on it. Even if, you know, was it, was it once easy? Once I realized it... a cheese pizza has cheese on it. Um, <laughs> it it's, you know what? I grew up pretty, my mum's pretty vegan. Um, although right. we did have cheese and milk. Um, like we never, like in terms of meat, we rarely had meat, sometimes chicken. Like we had, I, I grew up, like the more I've learned about nutrition, like I used to shun my, like my mum's food and that. I think, oh, I want my mates eat all this nice food. My mum's having like chickpeas. and. <laughs> but the more I've learned about nutrition, the more that I've gone back to how I grew up in a way. Yeah, more like, home-cooked more home yeah, cooked stuff. like beans, lentils stuff yeah. like that um i've actually and since lockdown i've gone a little bit that way and not for any reason other than it's fucking cheaper yeah and cheap. it's just so easy yeah one of my favorite things to eat at the minute and this isn't cheap but it's it's bought from waitrose is probably why is um a, a wet west african west africa it's vegan west african Boys. sort of uh chickpea beans spicy thing it's great and I, one thing i do notice about vegan food when i do have it is it's always tasty it's never just a slab of meat and some potatoes well they you put know. flavor this more they go down the flavor there. route big time don't they yeah yeah, yeah. So i mean they're really West african thing because i i used to love african food when i was i'll a find I'll, I'll post it i'll post it when i share this episode i'll because i'll buy it i used I'll to buy go down to the african takeaway in woolwich and get their um their food all the time yeah it was nice man and is that what since being vegan you mean no before i was vegan yeah or like the caribbean one in greenwich like uh, jerk chicken curry goat i used to like but i'd imagine they'll have quite a few vegan east sort of dishes i've never even they? considered it i've always associated that with 
goat chicken. and chicken and yeah, yeah meat. Um, a, a, a good mate of mine is um, his missus is uh, Indian and vegan, fully vegan, and has found some. She visits here, Abu Dhabi, where we live, and she's found some amazing Indian restaurants with unbelievable vegan dishes. And he's a meat eater, like me. You know, you might even say we're a bit overboard on it. I mean, I'd like to think that I'm ethical, but um, I don't. I eat quite a bit of meat. And she's found some amazing Indian restaurants, a Sri Lankan restaurant that's got some brilliant dishes from uh, that, are, that are totally vegan without even trying. They're not yeah. putting it on the menu as this is vegan. She's had a flick through the menu, seen, oh, this, is a, this has got nothing, no animal product in it. This has got no animal product in it, you know. Um, so that'd be, and I've actually started ordering from there. I ordered a dish the other day and there was not, there was no meat in it, which is unlike me, you know. I, yeah, uh, Indian foods, I've, I've, that's a bit of a go-to, yeah, because they're, they're pretty good. Italian's difficult. Um, yeah, Italian would be tough, right? <laughs> yeah, um, but Indian's good, yeah, like a chickpea curry is like easy, man, it's nice. A lot of Hindus uh, are vegan anyway, like, or vegetarian, definitely. Yeah, definitely vegetarian. Is it, so... I mean, I was going to ask you, has it got easier? But four years ago, it, it's nothing. It's not like four years ago wasn't like 15, 20 years ago when it was probably there wasn't a vegan restaurant in sight. Eh? I'd imagine they're yeah, on every corner now. Got, it has got easier, yeah. Um, Even in four years? Well, just easier for me changing habits. and Right. Um, I remember making a, a cheese sandwich for my daughters and I'm great in cheese. And I swear my mouth was watering. Like, I, I just wanted to, I just almost just stuffed it in my mouth. My mouth was watering <laughs> for this cheese. And I didn't, luckily. But it was, it was almost like giving up drink for me. Like, I just had to stay away from certain temptations, certain temptations for a little while until I built new habits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, but, I think that's the same with, uh, you know, I train a lot of people and do their nutrition and stuff. And one thing is to be said, if you know, if you've, got shit food in the house it's going to be get eaten right yeah yeah 100%. i'm terrible i can't if... have it here like if i have sugary stuff here i'll eat it at the worst time like in bed after i've brushed my teeth i'll lay in bed and i won't stop eating it like i've got that yeah. addictive thing i just yeah. it's like filling this void yeah Hyper... stuffing it in my mouth hyper palatable foods are a, 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 you know a problem for a lot of people there it's not necessarily that it's a bad food and you can't again it was a part of the study that kind of it made me go well this is all bullshit this is all this is all bullshit if because if you want to lose weight you've just got to eat less food yeah <laughs> in general and um that what we kept coming back to on the course was repeatedly is like you should not put a, an all-out ban on any food different I don't mean from a vegan perspective if it's ethical then that's different or if it's something you don't want to put in your body that's different but what we meant was is if you put a ban on someone's food like for one of my clients for example if we put a ban on if she loves if a client loves uh, whatever Pringles um, if we put a ban on it she'll not eat it not eat it not eat it not eat it for maybe a month and then something will crack and she'll end up having three tubs in a, in a day, you know? Yeah. So it's better to allow. In fact, there's um, some of the studies we looked at was showing that um, people would eat less. I think it was done with hobnobs <laughs> but, or chocolate. And there was a, a study showed that one guy could have, was told to have one hobnob a day 
like half, you have to have one hobnob a day. And his total hobnob consumption went down because he wasn't having a full pack twice a week. He was having that one hobnob a day, which resulted in him having less hobnobs total. Yeah, that makes sense though, doesn't it? Like what my, you resist my, persists. It's yeah. like if you're fighting against it and it's this big demon, it's, you're going to have a blowout. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Maybe it's one to consider for your uh, nighttime uh, sugar binges, mate. But I, yeah, just... it also depends on personality. Like, I could binge it every day. Um, Would you? Yeah. <laughs> a full pack I, a day. Sugar. Sugar's so addictive. Because um, yeah. I've got no other addictions, and I'm like a quite an addictive person. Well, I have fucking sitting here vaping and coffee, but like, I have, but no kind of, you know, drink or drugs or smoke cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, suppressed. You've suppressed those and re- yeah, replaced so them with Harry. Yeah, come out in other ways. It's like whack a uh, whack a mole. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We know that. Uh, like, and I don't know if I mentioned at the beginning that your other podcast called Two Vegan Idiots. It's not a, a vegan propaganda thing. It's just two blokes chatting. Two comedians, actually. I don't know if I've even mentioned that, but Julian's a comedian in the UK. Club comic, mate. I've got. I, I mean, what would you describe? How would you describe your job? I guess title? so. Yeah, I do all the clubs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, writer, writer a bit. Writer, yeah, write for other comics. On. And does that come to, so does that, has that work? You've been traveling around. I've, I've, again, advising clients, the first thing I come to is routine. You need some, I suppose it is routine for you if you're doing it on a weekly basis, but it makes it quite difficult if somebody's traveling and they need to pick up a snack from a bloody, uh, you know, motorway service station or something. But it's, I, it's really hard late at night is the hardest time because, then they would never have something healthy open 24 hours. No, no. Like, it's just McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's is the only consistent thing open all night in most yeah. places. Every shop on the could vegan be shut menu. and there'd be McDonald's open on, on services. And their, um, their veggie burger without the mayo is vegan, but it's fucking bland, man. That sounds shit, yeah. Oh, it's, sounds rubbish. it's rubbish, but I've, I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah because um, um, that, that's another a big mac and like you know what i mean and i mean so that is that is a little bit of a a jar that just that sort of, but most people aren't out at three in the morning like i am you know what i mean no and that'd be on a drive back from a gig or something would it yeah yeah driving back yeah um if if someone prepare, was preparation is the best thing yeah because back in the day i mean before veganism become so popular as it is now there must have been cases of people going vegan and for ethical reasons and being that hell-bent on not consuming any animal product that they just eat apples and veg all day right i mean yeah which is not necessarily bad for you but there'd be there'd be there'd be nutrients missing from your diet if that's all you did but now nowadays we have vegan restaurants and, and it'll be a wholesome meal that's not missing anything you're getting your protein and everything yeah protein used to be the big one that everyone used to worry about vegans um that game changers was a big eye opener to me, actually, especially that yeah. debate when he's yeah. talking about lentils v even freshly killed meat. You know what I mean? That's the best version of meat compared yeah. to lentils was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, I did watch it and I didn't dislike it as much as I, I, I kind of wanted to, but they, um, I struggle with anything that says, the best so it's a superlative it's never going to be the best yeah i don't think it's the best anything's the best for everyone do you know what i mean it's um, not one size fits all with diet is it like exactly what you said earlier about california and i'd imagine california is quite vegan is it 
Yeah, uh, I think, well, I mean, as, as in that there are a lot of vegan options for people there. Yeah. And also the, the, the problem with this study of the blue zones that we sort of touched on there is that you've got to bear in mind the reason California has a lot of people of a hundred and more is because it's the kind of place someone goes to retire. Yeah, that's so, a good point. <laughs> you know, and the Mediterranean where, you know, you might, you might have spent your entire life in New York uh, but where do you want to retire to? So at 70, you move to, to California in You're the You're not going to go to the financial district and buy a, <laughs> yeah. a flat, are you? Yeah, the Bronx. Where do you want to retire <laughs> to? <laughs> you know, I'd imagine Detroit. if you looked at general populate, the age of general population, coastal places, you know, England, you know, people generally retire to Brighton or... Eastbourne or, yeah. yeah exactly. They're not... Um, then unless you do stay in the city, I suppose some people do, but it, you've, you've got to look at the whole picture. And that's why these studies aren't necessarily, again, as reliable as you might think. You can't just say, oh, if I want to live to 100, I'm going to go and live in California. I'm going to go and live here. I'm going to go and live there. Um, but it's not a bad way of getting a good gist of... And there's uh, a lot more factors, like you said, to longevity and health. Like stress kills people, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's the big one, to be honest. I mean, I, I yeah. used to joke with my my ex that you know it pissed me off that she smoked but it probably was the the the, the pissed offness that i got from it was probably worse for me than the fags were for her do you know what i mean yeah i'd say like, yeah i mean a lot of even <laughs> even like um the nhs or gps now are practicing like mindfulness and stuff they're bringing yeah. it in and it's it's mad yeah uh, well, I, I mean it wouldn't surprise me if they eventually put the kind of you know yoga and stuff like that on in, in, maybe not in hospitals, but they'd subsidize yoga classes and stuff for that for people of uh, that, that need it, you know. And apparently, like Olympians don't actually live longer because they're putting so much strain on their well, and they're having so many calories as well, apparently. And yeah, I'd imagine, um, yeah, putting those calories through your body and that's doing shit like 10,000 for... a day, and obviously they burn them off, but the calories are still going in. I mean, that's yeah. just a theory, but they're saying that too many calories like you've almost got a lifetime calorie limit (laughs) yeah you can only have this many million you can only have a million calories and then you die (laughs) what if it was that simple i'd be like i'd be on one calorie a day (laughs) celery all day oldest man in the world (laughs) um i didn't even give you a heads up with this so it might be catching you off guard a bit but if you was gonna if someone was gonna go if i said all right i'm gonna do a week i'm gonna do a month vegan starts from the, I'm all, I've got, I've got, I'm going to the supermarket tonight. What do I, what do I do? Three tips for the, for, for someone who's decided I'm doing it. I guess it depends. For me, I found it. I, I do feel bad for people who uh, sort of grew up on me. It must be so much difficult. So my advice, I mean, my meals probably seem as boring as fuck to everyone. You know what I mean? Like, but it depends what you liked before try and you know yeah. what i mean like if you liked kebabs or like you can get sort of vegan kebab meat i'd say i'd say emulate what you really like so you don't feel like you're missing out obviously you will be a little bit in your head but also i think people would discover they actually look, prefer a curry with no meat yeah i mean the, i was surprised at this the, it, like the meat itself isn't the nice taste it's the flavorings the spices and stuff like that it's true. You know, you know what I mean? So it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was happy. I'm happy having 
in the morning porridge, frozen blueberries, chia seeds, cut up banana. Then I'm, I might have. I'm trying to eat like every three hours little things. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm probably missing things from my diet, but or like uh, a jacket potato with vegan butter and like lentils on top, and I mix them like spice it up a bit and. Yeah, I'm I'm happy eating that stuff. That's a, that's important, isn't it? If you're not, you, you've got to be happy eating whatever you're eating. Otherwise, your diet's shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I made a joke. That consistency, isn't it? It's like exercise. You have to find a way that isn't hell when you're doing it. Yeah, you know, or one there's going to be no consistency. One of my best shared Facebook posts was. Um, me trying to be funny, Julian, so you can tell me whether I'm right or not in saying this. I said, a trainer giving, a trainer giving, um, I'll have to find it out exactly how I worded it. I thought about it quite closely, but it was something like a trainer giving you a diet that you don't like is, is like a trainer sending you a, you know, an unsolicited dick pic in that, you know, it's not what they want. Um, and they're more than likely, you know, they're not definitely not going to do what you want them to do with it. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically meaning, you know, if I write someone a diet that Did they I don't stop sending want, dick pics, is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it, mate. Definitely. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, It'll be a hard one to get used to, but I'll try. Try mate. Yeah. Go on a 30 day, uh, I'll have to get a, a dick substitute to send <laughs> a vegan dick pic. <laughs> Just a bit of tofu. It's, it was a mistake I made in, earlier in my career of giving people diets that they had no chance of doing whatsoever. They'd come to me and they, you know, they'd go, look, I have cereal for breakfast. I have um, a coffee and a cookie at, at my first break at 9.30. I have um, a potato salad for lunch from the ca- canteen. And then uh, my missus has made me meat and two veg and I'll have it with a beer when I get in in an evening. And I'd go, all right, well, here, I want you to have, um, you know, I want you to have eggs for breakfast i want yeah. to have basically totally changed their diet and it was me being an idiot and not really understanding anything about psyche and that's what i've come to in the last few years is that it's got to be kind to the person it can't be you can't be knocking a square peg into a round hole the whole time even a work. slight improvement on their diet like that's why if somebody's like really obese they they can lose the, they can get they can see differences much quicker than someone at 12 percent body fat Oh yeah. If, if yeah. they're alive 50, cause all they got to do is take one burger out a day yeah, and it would be five. Yeah. Out yeah. of their five and it would drop. Like there'd yeah. be a big difference. Huge. When you get from like 12% body fat to 8%, you have to be not that on I'm point. there. Or, yeah. Or really on point. It's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, those like guys that that... OCD obsessive brain you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and another thing from the, the, the course I was on, um, it wasn't my only course, by the way, I've been a trainer for 15 years, but it was the most recent course I've done is that the differences were pointed out. One of the first things we went over was the, the differences in health between being, you know, 15 to 20% body fat versus being eight to 12% body fat. The differences in health are none. Like there is no more benefit of being any leaner. So I'm sat here with no six pack eating what I want to, but I'm not fat. Yeah. And I'm thinking now, like what, why would I even need to, or want to? cut out all this food that I actually enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and if anything, like I know my friend, he, he got into um, really getting fit and he was doing it for his business. So he'd have a before and after photo. And he was, yeah. he, he got down, he looked like it was about 
it's hard to measure body fat when you get that low, but he looked about 5% body fat. Yeah. Like but, serrations. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, he looked good in a photo, but there could be injuries with that. You need a, you need a little bit, don't you? Yeah. And Dorian women, and, and women more down to so. like one, 2% and stuff. Dorian and he couldn't even walk. Like incredible. Yeah. Cause under yeah, your he, feet is fat, isn't it? Yeah, he, th- he said, you, you know, you feel the shittest that day on stage with it. They've all worked towards is the day you feel the worst, you know? Yeah, and then it's, they just um, have a blowout uh, that night, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? That'd be a, one hell of a, like, refeed. Anything you put in front of me, I'd be all over. And it, it can't be healthy to rebound back and forth like that. I mean, that sort of competition, bulk up, cut down, bulk up, cut down. Personally, I don't think, uh, for general population, it, which is who I train, it's not the one at all no. you know so that's what one of you, one of your tips would be to if i was to go to the supermarket now be to keep it close to my regular diet just try and negate those things that have uh, that 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 are obviously animal products yeah like the things that you feel you're gonna miss um, i'd go i'd go soup i'd probably i'd go soupy uh, like i said then that west african thing is very lentils it'd be a stodgy kind of thing but without any meat or dairy in it that'd yeah. be that'd be a and meal supermarkets for me. are great really like they've got everything there I, I, whenever i'm traveling around and that i always try and find a supermarket where they're, yeah. they're everywhere in there <laughs> they're, they're quite and, popular aren't they supermarkets yeah, every yeah. corner <laughs> pre um uh, but they're, they're pretty good it's also with training i think like if someone likes playing football that's their cardio you know what i mean yeah uh, i mean i can't i never I never got into football. I always kind of like I, I can't. I fucking hate it to be honest. Yeah, my um, tip I, find, for... I find finding a good cardio for me tricky. Like Just I jog. You like? Yeah, I jog for like literally under ten minutes. Yeah, um, it's... it's just almost to wake my head up and get the blood going. Exactly why like... I've been doing it myself at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's more kind of just just for my head really. Um, my tip for that that I do myself is I used to have a love-hate relationship with any cardio. And, I, and one of the things I'd do when I hated it was I'd always have a watch on it. So if I knew this lap took me 25 minutes, I had to get it in 25 minutes. It, whether it, it was just in my head that it had to be 25 minutes or under. I had to beat my previous time and beat my previous time and beat my... Well, you'd end up killing yourself. You can't do that anyway. So yeah, I just yeah, sometimes, yeah. And, I'll, and I'll do it this evening. I've been doing it during lockdown. It's go out with no watch on. And just walk and jog if you fancy it. Then walk and jog if you fancy it. It's, um, I think, putting pressure on yourself to to run or, you know, like you say there, you said you ran for what? You said no, t- not even 10 minutes. Try running for a minute, walking for two. Running for a minute, walking for two until you've done, you know, 10 minutes total. It's an option. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, because uh, I'm just so impatient. Even you saying 25 minutes, that's like ages <laughs> yeah yeah no it I'm does like, say it does I had, sound... a, I had a, a personal trainer he was he was great actually i just did one session with him really just to like also working on my legs as well i know that's such a typical skipping leg day isn't it but like yeah i my legs are, i did handstand push-ups the other day my upper body i'm all right um i, I don't mind it i quite enjoy it but I did handstand push-ups, but I had like shorts on and I videoed it just for my form. 
Yeah. And from the side, my legs are like pencils, man. I'm like, <laughs> mine the... too. It's, it's a, yeah, mine are a joke as well. But then it's, I'm watching um... like gymnasts and stuff, and their legs are quite slim, actually. It's their upper body that their legs are obviously like strong. strong. Yeah. Um, but it's the mainly their, they're not like bodybuilder legs. No, um, but they're bodybuilder upper bodies, aren't they? They're incredible. Yeah, they're, they're upper, they're, they're, their strength's insane. Yeah. Like they're little muscles that you don't ever, don't ever get to. They do these, exactly. even their wrist the, strength and stuff. On the rings and stuff like that. And they've been at it since they were four, mainly. Those guys are yeah. you know, unbelievable. In fact, so you're training from home with you being locked down, are you, at the moment? Yeah. What would you usually do? Uh, you remember anywhere? Like, would you train at a gym? I, I'm a member at the David Lloyd, which, it, which is just down the road. Um, and obviously they froze the membership. Um, but I used to train almost like a, I mean, I'll say like a bodybuilder. I'm not a bodybuilder <laughs> by any, of course, any stretch. <laughs> Although you wouldn't know. But, <laughs> but um, so I guess that kind of thing, those kind of structure I'm looking at, like, chest day shoulder day back day leg day um, yeah so you'd split your split your session up which yeah, is I'd split it up i'd do it like that i'd do free weights machines bench press i'd also squats deadlift um stuff like that and the deadlift yeah, so, i was getting i was getting really strong at, but i'd use a trap bar yeah, just better, yeah better healthy idea good idea yeah yeah and i was getting quite heavy on that like i was doing over double my body weight and i was like yeah, I was really excited about how strong I was getting. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I've been through a strength program or two in the, in the last few years myself. And then I fell out of love with going to the gym and just solely went to yoga for six months. Solely yeah. yoga. And I've been a gym nut, like not a meathead, but I've been a gym nut for 15 years now, you know. So it was hard. But it was like you say, that thing you mentioned there about doing what you like. It's so true. I, I just was not liking being in the gym anymore. And, and I felt... Well, I went to, a, I literally drove to the yoga studio, did a yoga class. And I thought, well, this is me now and did a week, didn't miss a day. And it was annoying because there was loads of shit I couldn't do. And before you knew it, I was like just hammering three, four, five sessions a week of yoga and felt so good for it until this bloody lockdown. And have you been doing that at home since the yoga? I've got, a, I've, I've been training myself at home. In fact, it's the most sort of resistance training I've done in a year, I'd say almost a year is being at home with a bunch of weights from that I've brought from my gym to my apartment and um, a, uh, a, a, you know, the straps that go in the door for pull-ups, like yeah, a TRX yeah, yeah. strap, which has led, led me to actually getting back into sort of resistance style training. Um, because yoga, although there's the online classes and stuff, if I can't be instructed in my own, I have to be in a room with 15 other people doing the same thing and I can't, then I won't walk out. But, you know, I've, when the yoga's on the telly and then my phone's there and my iPad's there, there got a guitar I could pick up for half an hour if I wanted. There's too many distractions, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I distract so, um, myself all day. I wake up, think, right, I'm going to exercise like this. Or I'll <laughs> say like, and then I don't do it all day. And then yeah, I, I, my, my exercise time lately has been at like 11 at night. Right. Like, and then I, and then I have a pro, like I try and eat. I didn't really eat after I exercised. So I just had apple in peanut butter and it's not great for post workout before bed yeah peanut butter before bed that doesn't sound great that sounds like it might sit a bit heavy but um... i bet it did yeah um, <laughs> I'm, i mean there's a lot for me to improve i mean loads yeah so i'm just 
I will get these three tips for going vegan out of you. So we've got one: stick to stick to foods ish around the kind of stuff that you'd use to yeah, eat anyway. I get, yeah, Number I, I two, would, I would advise that stick to stuff that you stuff, like, stuff that you yeah. So you're not you don't feel like you're missing something. I think after like a month of it, you'll be really into it anyway. But just at first, did you um, feel? Did you notice anything you missed? I don't mean psychologically. Oh, I want. A slab of meat did you did you feel lethargic because i've spoke to a, a good mate of mine is a nutritionist in the uk i had him on we're going over diets a series of diet podcasts and we just did veganism the other day and he mentioned a few things uh, a, a lack of a couple of different vitamins and minerals nutrients what was he that, saying calcium and he did mention calcium he mentioned b12 which is um, i use a b12 spray a vitamin d spray yeah calcium yeah. Did you notice that? Was that something you had to do from the beginning? Did you notice any like energy levels drop or anything like that? Well, I don't think my diet was particularly brilliant no. before I went oh, vegan. Brilliant. You know <laughs> what I mean? It weren't like I went from the perfect meat eater to vegan. So yeah. I don't know really. I mean, I since game changers and stuff, um, and that debate especially, yeah. um, I've looked into you know, a lot more. And also speaking with a personal trainer, I'm upping my protein a lot and I definitely feel better vegan than before. Yeah, I think that's, it's worth saying that um, when people go vegan, generally speaking, when people go vegan, they go from um, paying zero attention to their diet, like, you know, picking up a Costa in a morning, croissant and a coffee yeah. to a lunch that they might have made from might be some food from the night before to, you know, to pay no attention, then they become vegan and all of a sudden they're paying attention to their diet. Therefore they lose weight and feel better. And then they go vegan, vegan's the best diet ever. Now yeah, you've just started paying attention to your diet is what's happened. Yeah. That doesn't not, not to slate bit going vegan or anything, but I think that had kind of happened in a lot of cases. Definitely. Yeah. In any, in any case. Um, yeah, so there's your there's your tips for for veganism. Now I don't want to keep you forever as well, mate. How long we've we been going? Do you know? I don't know. It must be half an hour or so. I was gonna. Um, oh, so your training is is at home at the minute. Been bossing some pull ups. I saw on Instagram the other day. Um, did you? I mean, again, was you training before? It sounded like you had an epiphany about five years ago where you went teetotal vegan. Is that when you started training I as well? I used to train as a, as a teenager. I got um, a weight bench from Argus. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and once when I was about 19, I hit it quite hard, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, but I used to, I didn't have, I, I didn't know anything. Not that I know anything now, but I, I used to do chest every day. Yeah. Like, but Pretty when standard you're young, 19 you're year old so training quick. Program. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I used to do five sets of 10 flat, five sets of 10 incline, five sets of 10 flies. Yeah. I'm sure it's messed my shoulder up because my incline, my shoulders were high up. <laughs> Sounds and likely. I busted out my rotator cuff, but I saw results very quickly, man. I mean, I used to swim as a kid a lot. Yeah. And I did karate um, for about four years, but I was never oh, so a sporty been kid. Then. No. What's karate, that? I mean, karate, but you've been active then, haven't you? I've been active you know? with that kind of thing, yeah. And I did kickboxing as a teenager. But, I, I, I mean, it sounds like I was sporty. I never thought, saw myself as sporty. I, I never used to be at lunchtime playing football with my mates. Yeah. Be smoking and stuff, you know what I mean? 
And at that phase of as well there of you doing your five, 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 five um, sets, you're probably in the, if you're in the first two years of training with weights, as a guy especially, you'll notice what they call newbie gains. Yeah. In, you know, just that immediate improvement in size. And I remember when I started training, I, I'd, you know, I'd feel, I'd feel my arms and be like, oh, there's, <laughs> my arms feel noticeably bigger. In fact, one, one woman I started training a few years ago, um, she went to the doctor because she had, she told the doctor, I think she went to the doctor for one reason and then said at the same time, could you see, I've got lumps in my arms and the doctor was like, yeah, they're, they're just muscles. She said, oh, I've been starting to train. That must be that. Yeah, it'll be that. Um, I've got tumours in my guns. <laughs> two massive tumours. Yeah. Um, and last off, I'm going to, uh, Oh, actually, there's two other things. I was trying to keep some structure to the to my podcast. I'm going to go over every day. I'm going to, every time I do an episode, I'm going to ask a, a, with a guest. I'm going to ask a question of um, if you could have a food that would be totally free, free of everything, guilt-free in that it wouldn't contain any calories. So for, for whatever this in this magical world, no calories, no money, it doesn't cost you anything. And also, interesting in your case, is it wouldn't cost any animal anything at all so it's completely free for the rest of your life what would it be it would have to be chocolate chocolate yeah obviously what's vegan chocolate like is it shit i mean it's you can get it and it's all right and it does hit the spot to be fair um but like you know like a dairy milk or whole nut bar yeah or like m&ms like the the peanut m&ms stuff like that maltesers yeah, I mean, how, how, how non-vegan are they? They're, they're going to have milk in, aren't they? Yeah, they've got, they got milk in, yeah. They've got milk in. You can get a Galaxy vegan, which isn't bad. And didn't the shelves... It's about three on... times as much money, though, for some, <laughs> for some reason. Take something out and just add a Add, add pounds, more money. Yeah, add dollars Didn't, didn't the shelves of um, M&Ms be... Met, weren't they the blue ones made of, like, beetles or something like that? Really? I think so. I think but so. I'll find the, I'll find the details. Skittles are vegan. Oreos are vegan. So there are... Oh, yeah. Oreos are like accidentally vegan, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And yeah. some Pringles are as well. Yeah. Um, oh, and the other thing, I'm, I should probably put this bit in at the beginning, but I'm going to touch on a topical weekly thing that... Because there's always some fitness shit in the news. So, And I might know which one you'll go for just because I know you're always, you often talk about your uh, MMA and stuff. But there's two things. I was, we'll only go over one of these sub- subjects. But this week, Eddie Hall and um, Thor are going to have a fight, which will either go into that subject or um, people being pissed off with Adele for losing a load of weight. Which one? Which way do you want to go? Anyway, man, yeah. Let's let's go with the Eddie Hall Thor fight then. You, you know? Do you know about with this? Both of them. Um, yeah, no, I heard no. about that. Yeah, Eddie the, Hall actually is is a really. I mean, obviously he's the strongest man in the world. But he just got beaten. But was that official? That well, that's the that's the debate, and you know that the guy that beat it, they've arranged to have a boxing match now. Yeah, um, I think Eddie Hall could take it. Thor's that really big guy that was in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. He had a little spar with Conor McGregor. He looked like he he, <laughs> yeah. could, he, he could move a bit, didn't he? Conor McGregor surely had run like rings a, around him. 
Eddie Hall was like almost a professional swimmer. Have you seen him swim? Yeah, he was like from my neck of the woods in in um, up the sort of Midlands way. He's a, yeah, he was a swimmer, wasn't he? And uh, as a kid, and then he got very super competitive into his sort of late teens, and then it, he shifted his energy towards becoming the world's strongest man, which he put absolutely everything into. And if he does the same with a fight. You never know. It might well, that be that guy, uh, Mario. I forget his name. Who, who was he? He was the world's strongest man about five times in a row. Can't think that. He's, uh, I know he Mario. went into MMA. Oh, really? He had a few fights. Not the bald, tattooed guy. No, I mean, not him. Not him. <laughs> that, he's about seven foot. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not There's him. a few. Mar- Mar- it's, it's like a long. Russian-y sounding name beginning with P, really right. long name. But right. he went into MMA and he won a few actually. Oh yeah, just the strength is just insane. Obviously, yeah, at that size, it's I not. I think Eddie be Hall a... will win that though. If I if I had to put money on, but I'd like to watch them training and stuff and see. I saw a video of Thor for, uh, training on pads with someone the other day, and he looked gassed after like thirty seconds. He looked like the more he was muscle blowing. you have, the more lactic acid burns, and you just get gassed fast. It's not going to be one for the fans, is it, really? I mean, it's not going to be a five-round, five, you know, 25 minutes. It'll be like it. It will look very, very amateur after about 30 seconds. Outside <laughs> yeah. of weather spoons. <laughs> two, two fat bouncers going for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but the anything... Adele thing, I think she looks great. Yeah, me and I, mean, all, I only but... saw that one. There's only that one photo, but good on her, you know what I mean? As long as she's doing it healthfully... Yeah, there's a few people uh, from sort of from the, uh, you know, plus size model campaigns, um, not not really loving the fact that she's lost a load of weight. But it was one article I saw from a lady in uh, rights for the Telegraph um, was not happy about it, saying that she'd made her feel uh, all um, felt Who felt cares that cares about how you're feeling. <laughs> She wants to lose weight. She can lose weight. I mean, of course she can, she's yeah. doing it the right way. She's going to be healthier. And I no mean, of shit. course you can lose weight unhealthily as well. You know what I mean? But Or she could keep going and become unhealthy with it. Yeah, and, and it... start vomiting up meals and stuff. Obviously, that's that's bad. But, but given the current... back on calories and sugar and... Shit, yeah. Given the current climate, I looked up the stats the other day and she's now less less likely to die of um, coronavirus, which is... Oh, but sorry um, it upset that woman, though, upset adding the, upset years the to her life. You know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I think she looks great, and she looked yeah. great before. She did, yeah, and it's not I even... I think she looks better. I'm going to say that on record. Uh, on record, yeah. I'll, on record, I'll agree with you, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, and um, I'll, uh, I'll stay online, but I'll end the podcast there. So that's Thanks guys for having me, man, and I love the Marshall amp and guitars. Oh, yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I mean, there's three up there and I can't play any one of them. Stay online, mate. I'll say goodbye to the podcast listeners now. And um, make sure you go and have a listen to um, Julian Dean on his uh, Two Vegan Idiots podcast. They don't talk about veganism at all, but uh, it's very, very funny. And I'll see or speak to you guys next time. Uh, See you guys.